Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Do You See Podcast. I'm your host, Desiree Siegfried, and welcome today. What a glorious week, you know, Holy Week. We had Passover last night. We did a really awesome community-wide communion with a Passover meal and some worship. And so that was just really beautiful. And it was happening across the nation, actually, with Lou Engel. And it was just an awesome reminder and time to realize, like, you know, Passover is celebrated by um, the Jews as a reminder of being brought out of Egypt. But we as Christians also can celebrate because we have also been brought out of Egypt, out of our sin, out of our old life and brought into a new life because of the blood of Jesus. And so it's just an awesome reminder. And, you know, we do need to look more into some of the Jewish um, traditions and some of their feasts because it's still very significant to our walk as Christians. And so it's just really great and and good to put, like always rem- remember history, always remember the Old Testament and and to really see how the Lord really has used this redemptive story, his eternal storyline to this climax that we have yet to see, which is obviously Jesus' second coming. But Regardless, it was a beautiful night. I hope that you are going to enjoy a wonderful Good Friday, Easter this Sunday, and really reflect and really spend time with the Lord this week on what that sacrifice of the Lord of Jesus on that cross really means to you and to really see him as human. He was walking on the earth and to to go to the cross for our sins is just a remarkable, remarkable and beautiful thing that that God did for us. And then Easter with the resurrection, like we are redeemed and made whole and we serve a living God, not a dead one. He is alive in us. And so anyways, that's like I could go on and on, but I just hope that you have a really beautiful Easter, a really beautiful week with friends and family and your church family. And just know that we love you. And if you need prayer for anything, please, like I said, don't hesitate to reach out to us or follow on Instagram at do you see underscore podcast. So today I actually, I wasn't planning on doing another podcast this week, but when you meet with the Lord in the morning or when you read your Bible, like the Bible is just revelation constantly. Like Anytime you're reading it, Holy Spirit can reveal something to you. And that's what happened this morning. And so I just really feel this strong urgency to share this word from the Lord. But first, I want to just briefly, I guess, give a gist of it and then go into detail. But the word of the Lord is that mantles are changing. And I know this is a confirmation for many because, you know, if you follow some prophets or you follow other prophetic voices, It has been collectively, I feel like, a message that the Lord is trying to convey to his people through these prophetic voices. And so I just found it very ironic, but I guess also confirming when this morning that he gave that word to me as well, that mantles are changing in this season, that mantles are changing. I need you to get that through, like mantles are changing and mantles are like 
the anointing that the Lord gives you or like the the position. So that would be like a lot of pastors, a lot of leaders, but also in our daily walk, we have a mantle and that is our influence. That's our impact. That is the skill and the grace that the Lord um, has, you know, placed us in and for the kingdom. And so it's just a reminder that's the mantles and mantles can change just like Elijah to Alicia. The mantles change. So like, just like pastors, you know, they disciple another pastor and then that pastor takes on their ministry. It's like these changing of mantles, these changing of positions, these changing of influence. And so how this came about, I was just reading, well, the Lord told me to go to Malachi 2. And Malachi 2 is talking about the corrupt priest of that time. And Malachi to me is so significant in the Bible. And that is because one, the Lord continues to bring me back to Malachi, but it's also because Malachi was the last prophet before the coming of Jesus. And there was 400 years that went by from Malachi to Jesus' um, birth. And so 400 years, we don't have any, any documentation of anything that was happening from the Lord speaking through a prophet. But what's really interesting is when you read Malachi, every chapter, every call, every question that he asks and every question that is asked of those people is really similar to today. And it, it, it's very important to read Malachi as today, because as we prepare for Jesus' second coming, his final coming, we have to also see what happened before his first coming. Because the Lord is the Lord of order. God is a, you know, God has, has had an eternal storyline plan from the very beginning. From Adam and Eve, he already had this in motion in plan. And we just have to kind of go back and see like, wow, like there are so many correlations to the, the questions and the, the wrestle and the tension that was happening in Malachi's time and to the times that we are living in now. So Malachi two, he brought me to this morning and it's just really talking about corrupt priests. So it's talking about those who are leading the flock and those who are you know, supposed to be living in righteousness and living in the, in that time, you know, in the cov- in the commandments and in the traditions and in the law, but they were not doing that. And there's a couple of things that he mentions that are, you know, accusations, I guess, or actually like calling them out on what they are doing. And some of those things is, you know, they are, coming to the altar unclean, like he, God knows their hearts and, but they're, so they're bringing, um, defiled offerings. They are covering the altar of the Lord with tears, with weeping and crying. This is verse 13. So he does not regard the offering anymore, nor receive it with goodwill from your hands. Yet you say, for what reason? Because the Lord has been witness between you and the wife of your youth with you have, with whom you have dealt treacherously. And so he, he's talking about divorce as well and how these priests are not treating the one they are with correctly or rightly and how he does not see their offering correctly or rightly anymore either because he knows their hearts and he knows their deeds. But he also is talking about in the beginning in verse one, 
He says, Oh, now, O priest, this commandment is for you. If you will not hear and if you will not take it to heart to give glory to my name, says the Lord of hosts, I will send a curse upon you and I will curse your blessings. Yes, I have cursed them already because you do not take it to heart. And this is just those leaders, those those high priests, not taking his word to heart, not taking his commandments to heart. And I believe that this is a warning in this time for those who do lead the flock, who are in leadership positions who are in a position to bring others to the Lord or are or, or those who are, you know, walking others into the Lord. That could even be you in your life. If you are trying to um, walk your children in the way of the Lord, if you have someone, a coworker that you are trying to bring to the Lord, this is kind of a, a scene of like those who are leading my people, those who believe in me, must also walk rightly and have a heart, a, a, a position, a, you know, a heart posture for the Lord and because he sees all, he knows all. And so he is just really calling out these priests in Malachi too. And so then he brought me to second Samuel and in second Samuel, this is really when the Holy spirit just really said mantles are changing. And in verse one of second Samuel, I'm just going to go one through 10. Now it came to pass after the death of Saul, when David had returned from the slaughter of the Amalekites and David had stayed two days in Ziklag, Ziklag on the third day, behold, it happened that a man came from Saul's camp with his clothes torn and dust on his head. So it was when he came to David that he fell to the ground and prostrated himself. And David said to him, where have you come from? So he said to him, I have escaped from the camp of Israel. Then David said to him, how did the matter go? Please tell me. And he answered, the people have fled from the battle. Many of the people are fallen and dead. And Saul and Jonathan, his son, are dead also. So David said to the young man who told him, how do you know that Saul and Jonathan, his son, are dead? Then the young man who told him said, as I happened by chance to be on Mount Gil Gilboa, there was Saul leaning on his spear. And indeed the chariots and horsemen followed hard after me and called to me. And I answered, here I am. And he said to me, who are you? So I answered, him. I am an Amalekite, he said to me again, please stand over me and kill me for anguish has come upon me, but my life still remains in me. So I stood over him and killed him because I was sure that he could not live after he had fallen. And I took the crown that was on his head and the bracelet that was on his arm and have brought them here to my Lord. And immediately when I read that last verse, I did hear mantles are changing crowns are being transferred. And so I obviously, you know, asked the Lord, like, what do you mean? Like crowns are being transferred. And I believe that goes back to Malachi too, for all of us that, that mantles are being displaced and transferred in this season because he is calling his Davids forth. He's calling out those Davids who are warriors of faith to stand in the gap and to speak his name, to fight for his name. And and so it's a, it's like a warning call to those who maybe are holding on to their crowns a little too tight, who are doing things in their own way, who are not following the Lord's command, who are not obeying what God wants of them in this season. Or it might also be just like Saul and David, like Saul was king and the Lord was promoting David into that position. And that is when Saul and his son who was following Saul, died in battle. And so they died in battle. And I just find it so like prophetic that this 
um, this man was there to take the crown and his bracelets and bring them back to David. It was as if the Lord was prophetically really that it was prophetically telling him like, these are yours. Now the mantle has shifted. The crown has been been transferred to you, my son. And so that is happening in this season. Crowns of influence, crowns of impact, crowns of glory, crowns of skill, crowns of position, crowns of wisdom. Those are all being transferred. And in this season, they cannot be taken from you. So if there is a mantle that is being transferred to you, and that means like just an increase of influence, um, it could be maybe in, in your actual career, like a position is being given to you. You are transferring into a new, a new um, authority. You are transferring into a new position. Um, a lot of, I mean, this is, this is spiritually speaking, but a lot of times this is also physically because it is also showing you your authority, um, that you also do have in the spirit. So a lot of these could be also, you know, your mentors, you know, they're, they're just like I mentioned where pastors, um, give the mantle or like leave the mantle, their mantle, their anointing, the, the grace that God has given them for that position, for that time is now being transferred to someone new for this time, because God is doing something new in the earth and he's doing something new in his people. And so it is going to take a newness of new people that are carrying something that the previous generation didn't have. And so I just want you guys to be aware of that. And I think, I believe he wants you he wants those in leadership to be aware of this, to come back to him, to repent and to come back to him because he is saying that mantle is going to be shifted. That mantle is going to be taken. That mantle is going to be transferred to someone else who is going to carry my crown, who's going to carry the mantle with maturity and love and righteousness and holiness. And so it's a warning for that, but it's also a blessing and an encouragement to you. It's an encouragement that in this season that, you know, mantle, man, the, the tension of mantles changing can make you feel displaced. It can make you feel discouraged because it feels like what is going on, God? Like I have been in this waiting for so long or, or there's just a lot of tension, a lot of spiritual warfare. There could be just tension in your physical life in terms of what the Lord is doing in the spirit. And so he just wants you to know that that he will see you through, that his hand is upon you, that he will make a way where there is no way. And he will make a place at the table in front of your enemies. Like he has a place for you. And he, those will see that he is good, that he is mighty, and that he will be glorified through you in these mantle changes. And just to know that he is sovereign, that, that he alone gives and he alone takes away. That what he chooses for us cannot be taken away from another. And so really it's an encouragement, you guys, that whatever you've been walking through, whatever you might be going through, and, and it's probably been tough, especially if there is a change in position in ministry or in your work, or maybe in life, you know, a lot of upgrades, a lot of going to the next level, a lot of maturing. And in this season, it is so important to seek him because we want to be in alignment with what he's doing, but we also want to stay encouraged with what he's doing in our lives. And the only way to stay encouraged is to, to seek him and, and allow him to reveal things to you through, through scripture and through prayer. And so really that's, 
it for today, but I just want you to be blessed and to be aware that he loves you so very much, that there is a plan far greater than you could ever imagine, and that he has his hand on you. So do not be afraid of tomorrow. Don't be anxious for anything, but allow your your spirit and your mind and your body to be still in the knowing that he has a plan for you. And he, and as we walk with him and as we, we, we obey and as we, we just love him and seek him, there is just so much in store. There's so many, so much blessings in store. There's so much growth in store. And I mean, a lot of that takes a process. It's not easy but you can do it because he's equipped you for this time. So be blessed and let us pray. Dear Father, we just thank you right now for each and every person listening, God. We thank you, Father, for your provision over us, your protection over us, God, that you see us as you created us, Lord. I just pray, Father, for all of us to see ourselves the way you created us, that we will identify in in the words and the feelings that you feel for us, Father. Not the words that have been spoken over us, God, from others in the world, from even our own family, Father, but for what you have called us to. We will step boldly and courageously into these positions, into these callings, into these dreams that you have placed in our heart. Father, for we are all called, and I just thank you for each and every person, Lord. I pray that you are just increasing their strength right now, that you are increasing their identity in you, that you are calling them forth into the position you have for them, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for your love being poured out over each and every person. I thank you that your love is greater than anything in this world, and that perfect love cast out fear. So Father, we remove all fear right now from all of the minds, Lord God. We give it to you, Father, all anxiety and worry, God, of the future. We give to you, Lord. We thank you for your peace being poured out right now, peace and understanding in our hearts. And so Father, we love you and we bless you in Jesus' name. Praise your name. Hallelujah. Amen, you guys. I hope that you are blessed. I hope that you have a beautiful, beautiful week. And I just pray, you know, now would be a really wonderful time to read the Gospels, to read um, Matthew, to read, you know, I love John, but just to get into the Word and read about um, Jesus' ministry, but also just about his, His death and His resurrection, because it will be inspiring to your spirit. It will be inspiring to what you are walking through. And I just pray and bless you. I just pray for strength over you right now and just have a wonderful day. And until next time, love you. Bye.